Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Constructing the Clubhouse, the world's number one podcast about running a comedy club. I'm your host, Dr. Matthew John. Joining me is my beautiful co-host, Johnny Boy Ellis. What's up, everybody? And we've got a fantastic show for you today. Uh, just a quick little update on uh, comings and goings here at the Comedy Clubhouse. Uh, I think John has been philosophizing. Um, that's what and, I said. And so uh, we're going to discuss the, the ethos that impacts the Comedy Club. And uh, yeah, we'll just run through kind of what's been going on the last week. Yeah. Before we start, big shout out to Harris Fillman. Oh, he's, he's doing most thing and giving plenty of feedback. Long, on... time, long time listener. Uh, yeah, he had some thoughts on our uh, Creators Club podcast. Yeah. Um, my philosophizing isn't, isn't totally unrelated to, to that. Um, let's get into it. What do you, what have you been thinking about, Don? Just that it's really, we're working with way more people than humans are supposed to interact with. Like yeah. they, they reckon you can have about a hundred people in your tribe and, you know, remember about that many names and, and that kind of thing. And, and, and we work very closely with about six or seven people plus another 20 showrunners that we work fairly closely with plus probably 40 comedians that we see relatively regularly as they travel through and then like 700 different customers every single week more or less each one being loved and important and cherished unique and special that's right um and it's really hard uh, to work with that many people. And there is always going to be a little bit of um, butting heads and, and things like that. Uh, but I was thinking there would be none, no butting heads, no tension, no fights whatsoever if everybody had two qualities. Awesome. Just two things. I think I, I'm pretty sure... I've been running through examples in my head, and I think every single example of tension in the universe uh, runs back to these two things, okay? So so if, if everybody had respect for the people that they're working with, mm-hmm. and grace in that uh, they would forgive the people that they're working with for human mishaps or uh, perceived breaches of respect towards them, yeah, I think those two things are completely all that's necessary for everything to work. Uh, so I started with the example of, well, the example of, of the, the Creators Club, which is like, what if there's going to be tension with other people within uh, the Creators Club? How does it work? Yeah. Your policy, which I think is very reasonable, is like, keep keep us out of it, you know? <laughs> talk talk to adults. the person yourself, uh, which would be respect in this mm-hmm this case respecting the person enough to uh go to them directly with the issue that you you have with them yeah um and then they would honestly respond and you would have enough grace to say wow that person uh i perceive them to be disrespecting me but they were they have a human foible (laughs) that many many humans have yeah right so i went from that to then thinking about um uh, like shows, we've got so many shows on. They they have to start on time. They have to finish on time. I felt recently, actually, I feel regularly for my show show up go up that that uh, the show beforehand doesn't necessarily finish on time. Uh, Just out of when is that? Is it seven or seven thirty? 
Mine says postpone to start at seven. Yep. Um, <laughs> right, exactly. So so it's it's it, it gets uh, <laughs> cast by the the wayside. Yeah. Oh, forgetting about that because it's honestly not a big deal for me. But for other people, there's been issues where uh, the previous show has sort of run over, uh, and then which which is kind of like a lack of respect for the person who's running over. They're not making sure they fish on time because that's how they would like to be treated and that's what yeah. is, is necessary. And they're not respecting the show following, right? They're saying my show is more important. Right, exactly. But then what happens is that not even necessarily lack of respect because it could just be a, a, a... Sometimes things just go wrong and you, yeah. and you run late or whatever. But then that is met with a lack of grace from the person on the other side. Uh, the other person on the other side isn't able to say, well, they, you know, they're fucked up, but, uh, they're probably just a shitty human being. Like, I'm a shitty human being often. Yeah. And then it leads to kind of this clash and, and, and tension. Uh, which we have coming up this evening, right? We've got the improv show and then a absolutely sold out Russian show after. Yeah. And that's why I'm going to run my show over by 15 minutes. Because fuck everybody else. That's right. I don't respect the Russian show, and I have neither the grace nor... No, uh, two things about this theory, John, that strike me. The word grace sounds religious, and I'm, <laughs> uh, which is fine. I'm just wondering if that's where you got it from. Um, probably. That's probably why I sort of understand it as a, as a word. And how you understand it. The other thing that I find really interesting about this, and, oh, and for the record, um, it seems to be right spot on. You know, like, I can't, nothing jumps up to me as, like, being able to punch a hole through it or, but what I like about it is that it requires both parties to basically be decent humans. Right, so what you could have is uh, one person being graceful and then another person being disrespectful and then the the excessive grace of one person leading to uh, the disrespectful person kind of exploiting them, going like, oh, I can run my show an extra 15 minutes because yeah. that person's just good-natured, let's say. Or, or they won't like care. Um, so you do... Everyone does need both. Uh, and you also need an understanding, or you, you need a feeling that other people respect you as well. Mm -hmm. So I think sometimes that happens where, where uh, yeah, people people feel, quickly feel disre disrespected instead of feeling like there was a miscommunication or feeling like something went yeah Wrong. and especially in these times where there's like zero trust for other people zero benefit of the doubt yeah I, and you know a lot of the people that complain about issues of i don't know not using the term politically correct terms and things like that it's you know they're complaining because they're assuming that that term you used that's inappropriate was used with hate and spite and Exactly. Not just it's the term you grew up with. So comedians should respect the audience enough to have their intention be to make the audience laugh, right? Yeah. So they should, they should, the, the comedian should respect the audience and that they're not going out there to affirm them deliberately or make them upset or anything like that. Now the audience should have the grace also to, to sit there and go, well, that was upsetting for me. But just assume that the, audio, the the comedian in this case isn't just some fucking nasty, yeah. racist piece of shit. Which sometimes they are. Uh, no. Right. Just in terms, just having the autistic comedian. But they should be, 
they should be trying. I mean, I think sometimes comedians do break that uh, respect for the audience, I think, when they say, I think the comedian should say, the audience has come, they've paid money often, at the very least they've given up their time. Yeah. I should be trying to make them laugh. I should be trying to make them have a good time. And instead of feeling this sense of disrespect to the audience and sense of entitlement that you just get to do your thing on stage because it's it's like a vanity project or whatever. Yeah. Um, anyway. Interesting. Grace. What a nice word. That's going to stick with me for a couple of days. Yeah. Yeah. Mull it over. I'm, I'm just wondering if anything else is necessary in order for people to work together in harmony. Like, I was thinking, do you have to like the people around you? No, not really. You I would say have, no. no. Like, love is unnecessary in, in, this, in the yeah. business context. Generally frowned on, in fact. Yeah. Yeah, it can, um, it can get you into all sorts of trouble. Another example, by the way, is, is, uh... When it comes to sexual tension sometimes, uh, usually the guy will uh, act in a way that's like lacking respect, or at least is perceived in lacking respect, uh, which you should have respect in the first place. Uh, but then sometimes it just fuck up, right? Sometimes okay. he, he just doesn't get it. And then there's no... there's uh, So... If you cross that line, or if there's a per perception that that line is crossed, it could also, on the other side, be met with grace. So it's like a lack of respect has to be met with a lack of grace, mm. and then it explodes into something else. Okay. Uh, maybe so, th that part of it's not super well thought out. No, I, I think it still probably fall, uh, falls in your rubric. You know, let's say, for instance, uh, somebody smacks the butt of a fellow comedian, which is disrespectful in a way. I mean, not where I grew up. It's a sign of yeah, it's a sign of love and affection. In my my, it's how quarterbacks show they love each other. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Interesting. That's that's a little less less on the specific topic I was thinking of, but yeah, it's hard. It's hard to work with the amount of people that we work with i don't even really like many people in, <laughs> in general you yeah. know and then it's just there's so many people all the time uh and... is there anything in particular that brought this up because it's interesting i think it's interesting that you're thinking about this because one of the things that i've one of them I, today i had just had the thought that the most annoying part of this job is dealing with other people's resentments of third people's right oh yeah uh so you know, like, oh, this person does not like that person. And just, like, navigating that and keeping them away from each other and, like, trying to get stuff moving anyway. Yeah, and you're just playing this, like, <clears throat> kind of weird babysitting game all of a sudden. Yeah. Um, no, I guess a couple of things. I had a couple of, let's say, minor tensions with uh, other comedians, basically, this past week. Um, and usually just misunderstanding stuff. Uh, so, and, and I've, I've been taking a, a novel approach where when I'm upset about something, I, instead of like brewing on it, which is my sort of classic traditional way of yeah. handling, uh, any issues I have with anyone. In fact, I used to brew on stuff for months and months at a time. Uh, I'm doing this thing where I'll usually send like a voice note and just say, look, this is how what's happened has made me feel. This is how I'm perceiving what's going on. Yeah. And then it just becomes a sort of like 
but there's no way that you have the same perspective as I have when it comes to this, because you don't think of yourself in the way that I'm perceiving you, for sure. It's a, a, a callback to episode 53 when you uh, recognize that other people have perceptions, right? Yeah. This is all kind of part of the same journey. This is just me uh, talking it through and being... Because uh, I, I don't like confrontation. Yeah. But it's so much better than not confrontation it's it's especially if you just do it in a if you're in a calm mind and you yeah. can just like proceed through it it's so much better to just rip it off and straight you, away and you're finding that recognizing other people have perceived the events differently is making it easier for you or you what you're trying to do is to get that other person to recognize that you've perceived the event differently um wonder if we can create some sort of example to talk this out with yeah we didn't really plan this out per se um i what helps to is, is one of two different examples has happened to be this week it's weird to talk in such roundabout terms but one i felt like i had been my intentions had been misinterpreted um and yeah, I, I I was able to clarify that, and that was fantastic. And then the other time, I felt like I had misinterpreted their intentions. And either way, it was still the same thing. It was just me explaining the, the thought process and what had happened and, and why I sort of felt like that. Yeah. And it was, yeah, by far the quickest, easiest way to basically resolve uh, tension. Yeah. Um, so. Shout out to you, Johnny boy. We're becoming hippies at the clubhouse. So, like, you gotta investigate your inner chakra and align your energies with, with mother... No. No, this is just... That's, like, good human interactions 101. It's... And I, I would I would say from where I would say, I think it's, it's evidence of, you, you know, you figuring out how to be a leader. Maybe. Yeah. I was thinking, yeah. Manager. We should do like a code of code of conduct that just is like grace and respect. Have both of them. Deal with people when they don't do exactly what you want, but also pretend that they're treating you with respect. Yeah. And then everything should just melt away into like a little checkbox. Are you respecting the person you're talking to right now? Yeah. Are you handling it with grace? Anyway. Uh, I mean, we're going to have to get rid of our four-page code of conduct yeah. document and replace it with three words? I, I think so. I think that's the most simple Sign thing. Sign me 100% the fuck up. And there's just Absolutely. like, look, man, this is how we handle shit. This is how we hang 10 at the comedy clubhouse, dude. Bruh. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I agree. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um... Not a very dramatic podcast, is it? No, I, I, I just... I, I had this up. I agree. Uh, I'm also going to go tech-free. I'm super hippie this week. I'm going to have, have my Sundays off because I am wildly addicted to my phone and Netflix. And yeah. YouTube. Not even Netflix, YouTube, actually, yeah. I, I, find, like, I find it very difficult to have the attention span to watch a Netflix show anymore. Mm -hmm. I started watching that Last of Us show that's popular on HBO, and I'm like, ugh... Give me seven-minute clips that teach me something. 
I rewatched Gladiator last night. Um, Are you not entertained? Yeah, but just had it on in the background. I was like flicking through YouTube shorts or whatever, and every yeah. now and again I'd look up and go like, yeah, great scene, and then <laughs> I go back to my YouTube shorts or whatever. So, uh, yeah. I did the improv workshop. Did you? You were yeah, yeah. there. Yeah, I was there. It was fun. I liked it. Was it fun? Yeah, it was good. Uh, I have very little memory of it. I did 17 hours that day, essentially, more or less. Wow. Came into the club at 11.30 or so, 11. We'll say 11 just to feel sorry for Matt. Uh, it could have been 12. But then, um, yeah, we had the Super Bowl party that night. Oh, yeah. That was the thing. Yeah, yeah. And it was a lot of fun. Shout out to Darren for organizing it. Kira helped him quite a bit. Kyla was around. I don't know that she had anything to do with it. I think she was part of the commentary team or something like that. She commented for a while and then got a, a message or two she had to go deal with. By the way, uh, happy birthday to Kyla. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow, I think. Are you going to make it? I'm going to, yeah, I think I will. Cool. I will, yeah, I'll stop by there. I'll come over here to clean. Well, this is the plan. Yeah, what's, so what's happened with that? Matt's uh, oh, had, had some big dreams uh, for his, his own uh, productivity. Yeah, no, it's just, I cannot, I don't sleep at night. Yeah. Like, I get back from these shows on an early night at 11, on a late night at, like, 1. And then I'm just up until four, five, or six. Now, some of it has to do that uh, with the fact that I like a, a diet coke and and whiskey, you know, to inspire the shows. Yeah. And caffeine late at night. But the the short of it is that I'm not waking up before eleven on any like ever. Mm -hmm. And I promised I would wake up at like nine and get here and clean and stuff. Yeah, which I mean was very ambitious at the time. That's why <sighs> partly why we didn't announce it immediately to all the creators because it was yeah. like, we'll see, we'll see if it happens. And we saw that it sucks. It'd be nice. It'd be nice if it was possible. Yeah, I don't know what uh, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know how to fix my my schedule around because it just uh, I feel pulled in a number of different directions, and it doesn't seem when you smoke eight hours. 14 hours a day, yeah. there's not a lot of time for getting shit done. For anything else. For anything else. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, I mean, you, this, I already talked about this on the podcast, but there's so much time once you, once you stop that kind of thing. I think that's why. And drinking as well. I'm going to stop drinking again. I actually just did. Drink? Stop drinking. Just did stop drinking. I just did stop drinking. Right not, before the not podcast. Just right now. Like just I, before the podcast, he stopped drinking. Yesterday I didn't, and then today I was like, yeah, let's keep that up. Because it ruins me. Mm. Anyway. I'm gonna keep smoking. No, you I don't should. Know. No, you should. no. It honest to God, like look, we're we're at a point in the clubhouse where this shit is really our whole job is to have fun, record it, and post about it. Show everybody else that we're having fun. Rinse and repeat. Like, that's the whole job from here on out. And it's frustrating because, like, it's a really exciting time, right? Like, uh, so the uh, Spotlight and Bomb Shelter is selling out. Those are big crowds that we get to perform for. Mm -hmm. I get to do improv twice a week, you know. I'm hosting somewhere between three and six shows a week. And that's that's fun. Like, performing is fun. Total. This should all be easy now. Making sketches is fun. And yet... uh yeah. There's this gigantic fucking... It's like my feet are in quicksand or some shit. I think... Uh, yeah, I think you should... 
want to not smoke at this stage because the alternative is like you say just getting to do sick stuff getting to do fun stuff getting to do more of it getting to make it better yeah um but if you feel like an obligation not to or if you feel like someone's gonna be upset if, at you if you do then then i don't know for me i would just be like fuck that person <laughs> and then go and do it anyway you know uh are you seen obligated to not smoke by a person yeah if you feel like uh, i don't know guilted into not smoking or anything like that no just by myself it's a, a an entirely internal struggle good ah, fucking fuck me up you don't drink too much though right no almost not at all pretty good yep it's just this one last thing but uh i don't know but we'll see really stoked about these things that we're going to record tomorrow we got a fun cast coming in they're really talented. Uh, we, I just think that we should be able to record a bunch of stuff. Yeah, it's fun that uh, we're people are getting more and more excited about the stuff that we're making. Kind of looking over and going, I want to do that. Yeah. Need to actively promote it, I suppose, now. Yeah. I was just thinking because Andy's YouTube video got 300 views, maybe. Should be high. Oh, the, the sorry, the one with you and Andy Casper. No, Andy, Big Andy Perez. Oh, the Bosch one. one. Yeah, that, it's, YouTube's just tough, or I'm finding tough at the moment. Um, and we push that hard. We push that hard from our Instagram. Yeah. Uh, but Instagram's going well. More and more people are seeing us there, more and more followers all the time. I kind of think that that might be our main focus for a little while. And some uh, official likes from, or... Some likes from official blue check accounts. Yeah, right? we're 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 rubbing shoulders with the big wigs. We've gotten loads of uh, blue check folk to uh, recognize us as people, which is an honor. Yeah. So what are we got coming up this weekend, John? Lots of Russian shows. Uh, that's what's paying the bills at the moment. I don't know who this guy is today, but he's got a sold out Russian show and then another sold out Russian show tomorrow. Uh, Gus Horn's coming. He's doing a 6 p.m. show on Saturday. Uh, he Did you see the video he has? of uh, He opened for Russell Peters and I guess got Russell Peters to just shoot a quick clip of them together, basically saying, like, hey, I'm Russell Peters and this guy's funny as fuck. Oh, shit. Way to go, Gus. Yeah, so that's, like, rock-solid promo for him. Gus is based in what city? Uh, I don't know where he's based, actually. He's Brazilian-American. I feel like he might be... No, he's not in Vienna. Could be Vienna. Anyway, short podcast. Yeah, I think we're about wrapping up. Uh, yeah, we got the the Russian shows this weekend. Bomb Shelter should be good. Spotlight is Hector Ayala. The one and only. Although yeah. he just sent me a message saying he's feeling sick, so oh, hopefully he stops being a pussy. Um. Hey, well, Doctor Matt will headline. Fuck it. Pay me a hundred euros. Oh uh, yeah, we're doing a little bit of a switcheroo with the um secret show tomorrow. Oh, oh, yeah. what are we doing for that actually? You're 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 soloing. Am I really soloing? Yeah, I mean, I could try and organize a musical thing. I guess if Carl Murphy was free to do a musical thing, then you, yeah. just, you it's quite easy. Then had it with Jamie, who will be keen, and Yoki or whoever you know. Mm-hmm. Mm. Let's talk about it off the podcast. Uh, I just wanted to talk about that first thing, really. That's, <laughs> all, I, that's all I had planned. Yeah, I think that's fine. Um, I'm perfectly 
this will be you know a shorter quicker consumption yeah we're gonna try and get uh onto more regular regular pods once again try and build up a bit of a bankroll of shit yep we're gonna be interviewing people so if anybody wants to be interviewed on our podcast uh just you just have to ask you know you just have to let us know yeah let's see if we can get gas on our best friend gus who we know is based somewhere uh, i was trying to tease jake up here because <laughs> he has asked just about every day for the last uh how long jacob five months anyway Shout out to Jacob who listens. Shout out to all the uh, yeah. all our other listeners. We'll get you on one of these days, and we will prepare a better podcast for next week. Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for listening. However, I have been Dr. Matt. Cheers, everybody.